One of my favorite events for choir directors are the ACDA conferences, and the Midwest Division this year hosted their regional conference in Chicago, and I was very fortunate that I got to attend and thankfully attend in person this year. On today's episode of the podcast, I'm going to share with you what were, for me, my highlights of the conference, as well as some repertoire ideas and a couple of resources that you need to check out. Let's get into it. Here we go. And hello, my friends. Welcome to the Choir Director Corner Podcast. My name is Mount Walker. I am your host. Thanks so much for stopping by and joining me for today's episode. So as I mentioned in the intro, I was super excited that I got to attend the ACDA Midwest Division Regional Conference in Chicago. Now, for those that are unfamiliar, ACDA rotates every other year regional conferences with their national conference. This year was a regional conference year, and I was very fortunate that, thankfully, the conference was being close by in Chicago. Many years, I'm unable to attend the ACDA conferences either because the conference is too far away. A lot of the national conferences, you know, uh, has been in Dallas or in California or Florida, uh, or just sometimes my schedule wouldn't allow me to go. You know, I can't get away uh, for whatever reason with my teaching schedule. So I was very excited that this year everything worked out. It was close by and it worked out with our schedule of events as well as my schedule with my family at home. Uh, ACDA conferences are fantastic. There are wonderful choirs performing and lots of engaging interest sessions. But this year, after two years of not being able to attend a conference or really anything in person. The best part was getting to reconnect with old friends and make some new friends. But that being said, I thought I would share some of my favorite parts of the conference, my, uh, if you will, conference highlights. All right. So first off, talking about interest sessions. So in between the different performances, there are interest sessions, and they do a great job of not having a whole lot of overlap. So you don't often have to choose between one thing or the other, which is great. I had the opportunity to go to several sessions, and while they were all tremendous, there were a few that stood out to me. Uh, First off, my friend and colleague, David Haas, presented a session on digital audio workstations, otherwise known as DAWs, D-A-Ws. And he focused on software DAWs. You may have heard of like BandLab and Soundtrap which are sort of those online cloud-based DAWs, he focused on software programs such as Logic Pro and GarageBand and talked about how they can be used not only in rehearsals, but in performances as well. Now, David was so kind to allow me to share his presentation, which you can find in my corresponding blog post. If you go to choirdirectorcorner.com and click on blog, you will find a blog post that lists all the different information I'm going to be talking to you about today in this podcast episode. So you can actually get his, he does uh, his presentation on a Prezi. 
And so everything is laid out in that presentation. So if you've been thinking about maybe dipping your toes into incorporating digital audio software into your choral curriculum, or maybe you want to develop another elective class outside of the standard choral curriculum, this would be a great place to start and a great place to get inspired. So make sure that you check out that blog post over at choirdirectorcorner.com for more information and to take a look at David's presentation. Another session I was able to attend was from Dr. Stephen Seek from Lawrence University. He presented a session on a somewhat sensitive topic of isn't music a universal language? Conversations about cultural appropriation for the hesitant. So in his session, Dr. Seek helped to define cultural appropriation. He discussed what culturally responsive pedagogy looks like as far as our choral world, and also gave some examples of what questions choir directors maybe should be asking themselves when programming music that is outside of their own culture. It was an incredibly thoughtful and highly informative session. And I actually picked up a copy of Dr. Seek's book. It's called Teaching with Respect, Inclusive Pedagogy for Choral Directors, which as you can tell from the title, very much related to his session. So I'm looking uh, forward to digging into that book over spring break, and I'll make sure that I have a link to where you can find his book again over in my blog post. Again, that's Stephen Seek, Teaching with Respect, Inclusive Pedagogy for Choral Directors. The third session I wanted to mention today was from Dr. Kimberly Dunn Adams, who is at Western Michigan University, and she presented a session called Our Dance, Gestural Creativity and Connection. And in this session, she focused on things like body awareness, uh, developing a conducting vocabulary, and using some non-musical ideas to inspire conducting gesture. It was a fantastic session, uh, helped to really sort of get us all thinking a little bit more outside of the box. Uh, literally and figuratively, <laughs> as far as our conducting gesture goes. And so I really hope that she uh, presents more sessions in the future. So again, that was from Dr. Kimberly Dunn Adams on gestural creativity and connection. A wonderful session. One session that I was hoping to get to, but because of scheduling I missed out on, was called Honoring Trans and Gender Expansive Singers. And this was led by Matthew Garrett and Joshua Palkey. I hope to have one or maybe even both on the podcast in the future to talk about this topic. But in the meantime, I picked up a copy of their book, which is called Honoring Trans and Gender Expansive Students in Music Education. So if that is a topic that uh, very much interests you, that might be a resource that you look out for as well. And again, I will post a link uh, over in the blog post to where you can find that book. I'm excited uh, to get into that one as well. So that's it for sessions. Let's talk about some of the performances. Now at these conferences, there are a wide variety of performances. You'll have uh, tenor bass choirs, you'll have treble choirs, you'll have high school, uh, you'll have 
college, uh, community choirs, sometimes even uh, younger middle school choirs as well. And so there were fantastic performances all around, just incredible groups with lots of really interesting, engaging music. But if I had to limit it to three, my favorites of the conference, in no particular order, were the performances from the Wartburg Choir, the Iowa State Singers, and the Luther College Nordic Choir. Now, first off, the Wartburg Choir, conducted by Dr. Lee Nelson. If you're familiar with their work, they always sound fabulous, and they have this amazing gift of tweaking their choral sound to just perfectly fit the specific style of the piece. Dr. Nelson and his singers, they seem to be just masters of of that. All of the pieces of their set were tremendous, but it was the piece called Stone by Jacob Narverud and Ryan Main that was my favorite. I believe that was a premiere, so you may not be able to find music published for it yet, but this is a piece that you're going to want to look out for. Again, it's called Stone. It was really interesting, really engaging, and it combined choir, electronic soundscapes, and percussion to really bring uh, the text, which is by Robert Bode, to life. So a super cool piece. Again, Stone by Jacob Narvrud and Ryan Main. Now, the Iowa State Singers, led by Dr. James Rohde. If you've ever heard them and or heard choirs from, uh, conducted by Dr. Rohde, they are just so consistent. They always sing with this it's this warm, beautiful tone, and everything is just so precise, what I love about them. They premiered a piece called Replenish, which is the first movement of a larger work from Eric's Eschenwald's called Naming the Rain. And judging by the response to that piece, this is quickly going to become another choral favorite from uh, Eric's Eschenwald. So, Keep an eye out for that one as well. The third group that I mentioned, the Luther College Nordic Choir, conducted by Dr. Andrew Last. They closed out the conference, other than uh, the honor choirs that they had. This was the last selected choir to perform. And again, they always sing with such beauty, such sensitivity, uh, qualities that were really brought brought out in their performances of Zachary J. Moore's I Won't Forget and also James Dignan's Next Year, after which that was the very last piece, after which there was not a dry eye in the house. So two more pieces to keep an eye out for. Congrats to all of these uh, wonderful choirs that were selected and performed on this conference. And again, when you're looking at repertoire, often you're going to these uh, conferences. It's pretty advanced repertoire, as you might imagine. But, uh, you know, if you have choirs at these different levels that are really, uh, really singing well, that really uh, are ready to step up to a challenge, these are great pieces to look at. 
And speaking of repertoire, another great part about attending a conference like this is that you get all of these great repertoire ideas. Again, remembering that the music tends to be on the advanced side, yeah? So in addition to the pieces I already mentioned, there are several, uh, both for SATB, also some treble choir pieces, and also a few bass choir pieces that I heard as well that I'm going to list over in my blog post that you should keep an eye out for. Two of my favorites from all of the other pieces one was called Tutorana from Rina Ismail. And so there was a, a mixed choir, but also a treble choir performance of that piece. If you're familiar with her work, uh, that's going to be a piece that you're really going to enjoy. And then also, if you know of Matthew Maniano's work, uh, a new piece from him, Come to Me, that was just gorgeous, just uh, incredibly beautiful for mixed choir. So that'll be another piece. But again, all the different pieces, uh, I'm going to make a list of those and where I can find links for those so that you can find out more information uh, about all the wonderful music that was presented at this year's conference. Well, my friends, that is it for today's episode. I hope you've enjoyed my highlights of the Midwest ACDA 2022 conference and maybe picked up a couple of resource ideas, a couple of repertoire ideas in the process. Thanks so much for listening, and I will see you next week. Are you looking for resources that will save you time and frustration? Want to dive deeper into topics related to your teaching? Then check out the Choir Director Corner Community Membership over at choirdirectorcorner.com forward slash membership. <laughs> <laughs>